important to learn how to release these blocks because it helps create space for greater emotional and physical well-being and help us connect more fully with our higher self and more importantly with our dharma our soul purpose this is essential for both personal and professional success welcome to the higher purpose podcast my name is janet Jaimes. this is a place where spirituality meets business I'm a certified spiritual business coach, a worldwide traveler, a multi-passionate entrepreneur, and an avid chai tea lover. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so thrilled that you are here. In this podcast, we talk about all of the spiritual things, and we do it mostly to help you discover your soul purpose and learn how to create a business off of it. Because let's face it, if we're going to be living here on earth, we might as well be making money, attracting so much abundance while doing the things that we love. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the inner child, what it is, why it's important, and how that ties into building a business that's in alignment with your soul purpose. So make sure you grab a pen and paper because this episode is so good. Let's get started. So what is the inner child? So you know how sometimes you react to things in a way that doesn't really make sense. Like you get really angry over something small or you feel anxious in a situation that shouldn't be that scary. That's because it's your inner child. Basically, your inner child is all of the emotional and psychological stuff you experience as a kid that still affects you as an adult. It's a little version of you that still lives inside of you and carries all of the hurt pain, and unresolved issues from your childhood. And it turns out that this inner child stuff is actually pretty important for your mental and physical health. Research has shown that experiences in childhood can have a huge impact on our well-being as adults, especially when it comes to living our sole purpose and building a business. For example, if you experience childhood trauma, you might be more at risk for developing depression or anxiety later in life. The way we were parented as kids also has a big impact on our emotional and social development. If we were loved and cared for, we tend to have a better emotional regulation and social skills as adults. But if we experience neglect or abuse, we might struggle in these areas. When we go through negative events or traumas during our formative years, they can create energetic blocks and imbalances that limit our ability to fully connect with ourselves and the divine. This is where the concept of the inner child comes in. Our inner child represents the parts of us that were hurt, neglected, or repressed during our childhood. So by working with our inner child, my friends, we can identify and heal these energetic blocks and promote greater spiritual well-being and alignment. So some of the ways that you may be noticing that your inner child is not healed is, for example, you may be too scared to launch your business and fear plays a huge part of that. One of the most common things I see when working with people around healing their inner child is that there's always these little things that are preventing them from taking a line action. For example, you may be someone who won't launch your conscious business as a Reiki healer, a yoga, uh, as a yogi, or as an astrologer, et cetera, et cetera, because you're scared about what people might think of you. If that's you, then think about a time when you were a child and you tried to do something, you did it, but people had something to say and it wasn't good. It was negative. They bullied you or they gave you judgment. That's where that seed started growing. Essentially, you may be afraid now to do something because of what people may say due to that experience. And that happens over and over again as we grow up. As someone who was bullied so many times in school because I would wear shorts and I had scars of, you know, scars of my leg. And if you don't know, I wear a partial prosthetic. I'm an amputee and I would wear shorts and dresses sometimes, you know, sixth grade. 
Actually, no, not in middle school at all. It was in elementary school when I would do that, but I would get bullied. And then because of that, I wouldn't wear dresses or shorts anymore. And I would only wear pants. And that lasted until my early twenties. Isn't that crazy? But it all, but it wasn't until I started healing my inner child when I was able to decondition that mentality and learn how to really truly embody my truest expression, including my scars. When we process the emotions and memories associated with our inner child, we can develop greater self-awareness, self-compassion, and emotional regulation skills. This helps us connect more deeply with our intuition and higher self. And here's a cool thing. Healing our inner child can actually promote greater spiritual growth. So by releasing old patterns and beliefs that no longer serve us, we can foster a greater sense of inner peace, love, and connection. This allows us to become more fully present in the present moment and cultivate a greater sense of trust and surrender to the divine. So many spiritual teachers and practitioners believe that healing the inner child is an important aspect of our spiritual growth and transformation. And I totally agree. So if you truly do want to step into your power as a conscious entrepreneur or as a conscious healer who's looking to change other people's lives, then you have to start looking within. What are some of these fears or what are some of these energetic blockages that are coming up? And then dig into why that may be. This is going to take a lot of practice, but after time, you're going to see where the root causes are coming from. And it's usually our inner child. I want to get a little bit more specific about what these emotional energetic blocks may look like. Here are some examples. Self-worth and self-love. If we experience emotional neglect or abuse as a child, we may struggle with feelings of low self-worth and a lack of self-love as an adult. These negative beliefs can create energetic blocks that limit our ability to connect with our higher self. Emotional blocks are basically emotional wounds from past experiences that we carry with us. And as we already mentioned a few times, this can be from a childhood trauma, emotional neglect, or painful relationships. These wounds can create limiting beliefs and negative self-talk that keep us stuck in patterns that don't serve us. For example, if you experience emotional neglect as a child, you might struggle with feeling unworthy and might even sabotage your own success because you don't believe you deserve it. (laughs) It's making all sense now, isn't it? See, energetic blocks are the physical and energetic manifestations of these emotional wounds. They can show up as tension in the body, chronic pain, or just feeling stuck or blocked in life. It's like there's this resistance that's preventing your energy from flowing freely through your body. Here are some examples. Self-worth and self-love. If we experience emotional neglect or abuse as a child, we may struggle with feelings of low self-worth and a lack of self-love as an adult. These negative beliefs can create energetic blocks that limit our ability to connect with our higher self and may prevent us from having a higher self-confidence. Trust and surrender. If we experience betrayal or abandonment as a child, we may struggle with trust and surrender in our adult relationships. These two can create energetic blocks uh, and prevent us from fully surrendering to the divine and trusting the universe's plan for us. For example, like if you are someone who started creating your business and you're not really manifesting or attracting some clients, you may feel like, oh, this is not meant for me. But there may be a reason why you're not receiving clients during that time. It may be because something within your service needs to be modified. Maybe something within your offering needs to be changed. Or maybe you're waiting for that big old client that's about to come. Creativity and self-expression. If we experience criticism or shame around our creative expression as a child, we may struggle with self-expression and creativity now as an adult. 
These limited beliefs can create energetic blocks, of course, from fully expressing our unique gifts and talents. So this is where you may feel a lot of doubt around what you have to say. I know for me personally, I had to go through a lot of deconditioning and build confidence to express what I have to offer. Like, who's going to listen to me? Because in the past, when I tried to, you know, build a career towards my photography, I wasn't supported. My family wanted me to go to school for nursing and not for my creativity. So I suppressed that until now. (laughs) Some other examples is like forgiveness and compassion. If we experience trauma or abuse as a child, we may struggle with forgiveness and compassion towards ourselves and others as adults. These can limit our ability to fully open our hearts to love and compassion. And that is so important for your business, especially if you are someone who is in service and needs and and will need the ability to show compassion and empathy for other people, your clients. Intuition and inner guidance. If we experience a lack of emotional support or, or validation as a child, we may struggle with trusting our intuition and inner guidance now as adults. This can prevent us from fully accessing our inner wisdom and guidance. So by working with our inner child, we can access a deeper level of spiritual wisdom and understanding. We can also cultivate greater compassion, forgiveness, and love for ourselves and others. So if you're feeling stuck or blocked in your spiritual journey, then it may be contributing to why you haven't launched your conscious business. It's also maybe worth exploring the concept of the inner child and how it could help heal and grow. But here's the good news, my friends. We can heal these blocks. It involves identifying and releasing the negative emotions, limited beliefs, and physical tension that are associated with these blocks. And this can be done in so many ways. Therapy, energy healing, meditation, or body work. It's so important to learn how to release these blocks because it helps create space for greater emotional and physical well-being and help us connect more fully with our higher self and more importantly with our dharma our soul purpose this is essential for both personal and professional success when we heal these blocks we can access our creativity and tuition and inner wisdom we can also approach our work and passions with greater clarity creativity, and joy. Now you may be asking, Janet, I thought this was a spiritual business podcast. How does this correlate to living my purpose, building and running my own business? Your inner child stuff can actually hold you back from pursuing your passions and achieving your goals. Let's say you had a really critical parent growing up who always made you feel like you weren't good enough. That might have created a limited belief that you're not capable of success or that you're not worthy of pursuing your dreams. Or maybe you experienced trauma as a child that left you feeling scared and unsafe, which might make it harder for you to take risks and try new things in your career. The good news, as I mentioned before, is that there are ways to heal your inner child. You can develop an increased self-awareness and self-compassion that will allow you to connect more deeply to who you are authentically and allow you to live your soul purpose beautifully. When you're living your soul purpose or building your business, connecting with your true self is pretty darn important. It helps you align your work with your values and passions. It can give you the courage and resilience you need to pursue your dreams. Now, I know this might sound all a little woo-woo, but there's actually some science to back it up. So some studies have found that people who have healed their inner child tend to have a better emotional regulation skills and higher levels of self-esteem and resilience, all which are critical things for your business. So how can you start healing your inner child? There are so many ways, but let's start with some basics. Therapy, meditation, doing things that you used to love 
when you were a child and doing them as an adult. And more importantly, reprogramming your subconscious mind. So one thing that can be very helpful is to start paying attention to the stories you tell yourself about your life and your abilities. Are there any reoccurring themes or beliefs that are holding you back? Once you start to identify these patterns, you can start to challenge them and reframe them in a more positive light. Another helpful tip is to practice self-care and self-compassion. Treat yourself like you would be treating your friends. If your BFF comes up to you and tells you that they have a, an amazing idea, are you going to be like, I don't think you'll do that. Um, I don't know. Are you sure? You probably won't be successful. Absolutely not. You will support them. You'll be like, heck yeah, that's amazing. Congratulations. How can I help? Do the same thing for yourself. We forget to treat ourselves the same way. We are in the longest relationships with ourselves in our lives. So be mindful around how you speak to yourself. Be patient, gentle, and kind with yourself. Don't be afraid to seek support from a therapist, coach, or trusted friend or family member. Healing your inner child stuff can be so long and it's such a challenging process, but it's worth it for your personal, spiritual, and professional growth. So earlier, I mentioned ways you can do that. One that I want to emphasize is doing a ritual. Doing a ritual is one of the best ways to combine a little bit of therapy with yourself, journaling, and meditation, and also even doing something that you used to love doing when you were a kid. Now as a, you can do it as an adult. So a ritual is essentially just finding a quiet space in your home, in nature, and bringing a journal, pillow, yoga mat blanket and bringing any of your crystals that you may want to invite to the space. And essentially you're going to do a meditation where to ground yourself and to also ask for guidance from the universe to help you receive the answers that you're looking for. The goal and the intention of this entire practice is to unblock some of the things that are holding you back from creating one the life of your dreams, two, creating the business that you want, three, um, manifesting more abundance, anything that you feel like you've been trying to achieve, anything you've been trying to attract, but it's not coming through, it's time to identify those blocks. Why are they there? So sit in a meditation pose, set that intention, you know, really tune into your ancestors, tune into a higher power, tune into your higher self, because that's where you're going to get the divine wisdom. After that meditation, in your journal, go ahead and write down some of the blocks that you've noticed. For example, let's say if you are ready to put in your two-week notice so that way you can focus more on your business and you have the means to not work for a while, but you still haven't, you still haven't turned in your two-week notice. Why? Write that down. I haven't been able to turn in my two weeks notice considering that I have the means to not work for a little bit to focus on my business. Another example could be, I haven't had the courage to start posting on social media and promote my business. Write that down. Write down those blocks, all of them. And then every single time that you write down that block, I want you then to lie down and visualize a time in your life when you were a child that you went through something similar. For example, if you are not posting anything on social media because you're afraid of what people may think, try to visualize a moment in your childhood where you did do something and you were judged for it, where you, where you were bullied possibly. So it's essentially trying to tie in what's happening now as an adult to something in your childhood. This can be a lengthy process, 
That's why I encourage you to have a good amount of time available. And it also can be very emotional, especially when it's hard for you to look back on some of that stuff. So take your time during this experience. Allow whatever comes up, come through. Don't resist anything. Don't suppress anything. It may be a little bit scary to even go through this because you may feel some old trauma come up. For example, Anytime that I feel like I'm a little bit insecure about my body, I go back to my lawnmower accident when I was five years old. And that time was so scary. Of course, it's not something that I want to consistently remember, but I do acknowledge that it happened and that sometimes I still get a little insecure every once in a while because of that experience. And that's when I welcome self-compassion and self-love. And I remind myself that it's okay to feel this way. It's normal. We're not perfect human beings. If you realize that you were picked on a lot when you were young and that's why you don't like to put yourself out there, it's time to reprogram that. Change the narrative around that. This is an opportunity for you to start writing affirmations that say the opposite, that are more on a positive note to be to allow you to have a new memory around that experience and feeling. So next time that you are feeling this emotional block, you're feeling this resistance, You, one, already know where it came from. Two, you can reprogram it by using affirmations. And three, then you can then move forward from it and take a line action. I say all of that to say, my friends, that healing your inner child can literally help you live your soul purpose and build and run your own business by releasing blockages and limited beliefs that are holding you back. By developing greater self-awareness and self-compassion around all of this, you can connect more deeply with yourself with your purpose, with the people around you, and with the world, with so much courage and resilience. There are a lot of different approaches to begin healing your inner child stuff, but starting with some self-care, self-love, and self-compassion is a great place to begin. Okay, my friends, I hope you found this discussion on healing your inner child and living your soul purpose so inspiring and helpful. Remember that healing your inner child is a powerful tool in your life. All right. If you want to dive deeper into this topic, there are plenty of resources out there to help you on your journey. More importantly, you have me friends. Feel free to reach out on Instagram. Give me a follow. Let me know your thoughts were on the episode. And also if you need more one-on-one support on healing your inner child to help you discover your soul purpose or build a business around it, or even both, let me know. I am available. As always, don't forget to practice self-care and self-compassion along the way, my friends. Healing your inner child can be a long and challenging process, but it's worth it for the personal professional growth it can bring. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. If you enjoy this discussion, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a positive review if you loved it. Until next time, remember to embrace your inner child and live your soul purpose with passion and joy. Bye.